Hello, and welcome to On a Mission Podcast, where we aim to inspire and educate through sharing stories and experiences in the real estate industry. It's hosted by Dina Frank, a licensed realtor in the state of Minnesota at Remax Results, a Good Life Group, and Kelly Tanky, loan originator, NMLS 1599804 at Summit Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 1041. We started this podcast so we could share real stories from real people on their experiences in the real estate industry and break down barriers. We hope that by sharing these stories and experiences, it helps you feel more confident and comfortable when it comes to buying or selling. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, enjoy. And now let's get to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of On a Mission Podcast. I'm Dina Frank. I'm Kelly Tinky. And today we are continuing our summer series of the top 10 recommendations in some towns across the Twin Cities metro. And Kelly is going to help us dig into one that she used to live in. But first, Kelly, what's new with you? Oh, well, I think I would love to share the amazing event that happened yesterday that both of us were able to attend. Um, and that was our Edina Morningside Rotary Golf event, um, that happens on an annual basis as always is held at Bremer Golf Course. And, um, I, I just joined Rotary, as many of you guys know, earlier this year and um, was basically pulled into this golf committee. I was like, sure, I'm a golfer. Like, why not? I'll go ahead and join it. But basically, uh, Jim Bazal was like, you're going to do this. And I was like, okay, sounds good. But I'm glad that I did because we um, and my fiance Joseph is also on the golf committee. So him and Joe, um, sorry, him and Jim, uh, spearheaded this together on what their goals were for this tournament. Um, how many golfers they wanted to have, how many sponsorships, what they wanted for, um, just sponsorship sponsorships in general. Uh And they knocked it out of the park. Um, I feel like I held just a very small role in all of that. I, I do want to like give myself a little bit of credit, but they really just knocked it out of the park. We had, we hit our goal of golfers. We hit our goal for sponsorships. Um, the money that was raised was like well over the amount that they had set. So it was just such an awesome, awesome, awesome event, but above and beyond that one, the weather couldn't have been any better. Agreed. It was amazing. (laughs) Two, I think I had, um, almost all of my favorite people there in one place. It was like, I, like I would turn this way and somebody would be there and I turned this way and somebody would be there and I'd have to like, think that not, I would get to thank them for coming out and supporting, um, us and the road it was just incredible. So Dina, thank you for being there. That was, that's like my big thing right now. It totally filled my cup. I feel like I am like my creative juices are going. There's something about that community, um, 
community involvement and just the give back there that really, really just has fueled me quite a bit. So that's awesome. It was, it was a really fun event. I would say, um, it's one of the, it was one of the more fun golf tournaments, especially because like, I know you guys did have like big goals, but it didn't feel like overwhelmingly busy or crowded. Like the pace of play was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we golfed with a couple people I had never met before and they were just so friendly and so nice and we had such a good time. So yeah, I really enjoyed myself. You have to share the really, the two really (laughs) cool things that happened though, Dina. Yeah. Yeah. So first is on hole 17, which was our second hole. I was about six inches from getting a hole in one. So that was pretty cool. Um, it it was the closest to the pin. And I was like, if I pay the money, I'm going to have a crap, you know, hit. So of course I don't enter the contest and that's what I do. So that was kind of funny, but then (laughs) at the Yeah, I would. I totally would have. I was like, dang it. Um, And then at the end of it all, we actually, our team ended up taking third place. So that was very exciting. Um, So not expected. And yeah, it was, like I said, like, you know, playing with two other golfers, I would say, I mean, they were very, very good. And, but we all really contributed, you know, there wasn't one person on the team where it was like, we always took their drive. Like it was very like rotational and it was, it was just really fun. And I would say too, like if you're in the twin cities area and you haven't played at Braemar, um, especially if you're a female or you play from the women's boxes, um, it was very women's friendly. Like it was so advantageous for a tournament like that. Holy cow. We had three women and I'm not going to say we cheated because we didn't, but I do think it definitely helped because I mean, there, there were a couple holes where the women's box was 150 yards closer. So (laughs) I forgot about that too. So when I was golfing with my group, I was like, Oh we are so close right now. Like this is a par four and we just got on, on one. There were, okay. I know there were a lot of par fours where from the women's box, like I was crushing my seven iron yesterday. And so like, that's what Ooh, I would that's hit. My favorite. Yeah. Like I would hit that because it's like, okay, it's 200 yards, but like, yeah. it's a straight shot and I'm doing yep. really well with this club. So why not? So, Yeah. Isn't it so cool when you find those clubs where you're like, this is, this is my jam. This is, this is my jam. The seven iron is, is my, my driver is my absolute favorite. I'm becoming one with my, um, my short game. So pitching wedge 60, 56, my a (laughs) (laughs) alternative pitching wedge a little struggle but you're getting I actually I actually used that for the second time since I've since I got my new set of irons and I crushed it on I forget which hole it was but the girls around were like nice a nice a like and, and then it became a thing like that's a Ooh. I so, love it. Love anyways it. what's new with you Dina outside of the fun two fun facts that you just shared from the tournament yeah I mean that was 
definitely a highlight and something that, you know, I've been up to definitely working on my golf game. So that's been fun. Um, you know, we've got 4th of July coming up so far, we don't have really much for plans. So I think we're just going to sit back and relax in, in the twin cities area and maybe catch some fireworks or something like that, but kind of lay low. So, you know, really just working on those, uh, vacation plans. Like that's really, I, we have not done a big trip like this in so, so long, you know, partially from COVID, but also like we, neither of us have been to Europe. So it, I'm just really looking forward to all the planning that we've done and just getting out of the country. So that's what I'm building up my summer to. going to live vicariously through you. I almost said that I was jealous, but it's, it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to live yeah. vicariously through yeah. you and then just it. set those goals for the future for travel. Love it. So love it. Love it. Yep. yep. Awesome. Our, all right. Are we ready to get started? We are. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> I actually was trying to find the notes that I had from the last go around that we did. And I'm all, I couldn't. So I'm glad I'm actually glad because this go around will be a, just a titch different. Perfect. Um, so the, the city that we are going to be highlighting today is my now second favorite um, city here in the Twin Cities metro, and that is Woodbury, Minnesota. The East, the East Metro is rising again. Yes. <laughs> so for our listeners, uh, those of you who have listened before, you know, uh, but those of you who don't, I uh, formerly lived over in Woodbury and just made my transition. I sold my property at the uh, start of this year, 2022, and moved over to Edina. Um, and this is now my home. So, but I, I mean, I just love Woodbury so much and I'm really excited to share um, some of the top t- well, some of the things that are really near and dear to my heart that I know um, hold relevance and value to the Woodbury community, but um, top 10 things to do while while you visit there. So awesome. I would love to start off with fun facts. So uh, Woodbury is a city in Washington County, um, eight miles east of St. Paul along Interstate 94. So as you're heading to Wisconsin, my home state, um, you will go through Woodbury. Um, It is, um, so this was kind of cool. I wanna share this. Originally named Red Rock, but renamed after Levi Woodbury, who is the first justice of the Supreme Court of the US. So they end up changing it because there was this realization realization that there was already another Red Rock Township in Minnesota. So I don't know um, why it was, why it was originally named Red Rock. I couldn't find that reason, but now we know the reason why it's called Woodbury. It's named after Levi Woodbury. And was Levi Woodbury from that area? I don't know. It it, that also honorary thing. Yeah, Yeah. interesting. (laughs) But that is kind of interesting. I'm guessing the other Red Rock is probably up north somewhere, like up in the northeast or northwest Mm -hmm. corner. But yeah, that would be that would be my guess. But I didn't really. I didn't have a desire to really go that. Yeah, you know, if you if you're listening to this and you want to learn more about Woodbury, you can do some investigating yourself. Yeah. 
Um, so I want to give just what the quadrants are for Woodbury. So it is just, just a little over a square shape. It's, it is officially <laughs> a rectangular shape, but, um, so on the very far West side, it trails up to Century Avenue South. The Northern part is obviously Interstate 94. That is the cutoff. And then above that is Oakdale, Lake Elmo, um, Oh my gosh, why am I Lakeland, West Lakeland area as you're heading out towards the east. Um, and then just on the east, so the cutoff before you head over to Afton is Manning Avenue South. And then the southern part, this is where it gets a little dicey um, between Woodbury and Cottage Grove. It gets kind of like wavy like this on the southern does. eastern part. Um, but I would say the cutoff is just south of Dale Street um, before okay. it turns into Cottage Grove. So, all right, here we go. So I did a nice little mashup here with some of um, the most amazing uh, restaurants. And I think you will agree with me. Mm-hmm. I did throw in a third in there. Sorry, this is three. I did throw <laughs> in a third in there um, that grew to be one of my favorites. And I will share with you why in just a moment. Golf course, couple different parks. We had to throw in some real estate. And then my fun one at the end, I think Dina will agree with me on this. Oh, I'm excited. So, let's, let's get, get started. Angelina's Kitchen. Okay, seriously, if you have not been to Angelina's kitchen, you can see, like, you can hear my excitement. If you have not been to Angelina's, it is an Italian restaurant and wine bar. Um, I have to actually, so it opened up in July of 2006, and the owner, um, while you might think her name is Angelina, it actually isn't, it's Angela Veras, Verastro, Verastro. I totally butchered that. It's okay. This is kind of my thing. Um, but her, so she actually dedicated this restaurant to her grandmother who formerly had like a little Eden eatery in, um, New York Bronx area. And so she really, when she moved to Woodbury, I mean, her big competition was obviously like the chains, Uh um, chain of restaurants. And so she wanted to bring that like small, small eatery feel, um, but on an upscale, like upscale feel. So truly, truly, truly one of the best Italian restaurants I have ever been to. Um, when I would have individuals come to visit me, that was always my go-to place to take them. My family, um, when Joe and I first started dating, I was like, Oh, we are going to Angelina's <laughs> like this is, and he, he does agree. He's like, I miss Angelina's. That is one of the best Italian restaurants. So love it. Um, so when you visit Woodbury, number one place is to check out Angelina's Tavern Grill. I'd be remiss if I didn't say something about Tavern Grill. Now I want to give just a, a couple different um, like tidbits on Tavern Grill. So there are seven locations, six of which are here in the Twin Cities Metro. First, this is fun fact. First location was opened up here in Edina, actually. So oh, yeah. I I love, I think that this really embodies the tavern. Um, when I was on their webpage, this is 
at the very bottom, they had a quote that stated, there's something for everyone at Tavern. And I know you've been to the Tavern as well, Dina, and that couldn't be more true. Like, I was going to say that really does sum up Tavern. So what you have, the build your own is so fun. I know. So they've got build your own burger, pizza, Bloody Mary, salad. Am I missing do they have just a it. build your own sandwich too? Or like maybe they it's just not. a burger that you can like switch out for like a chicken patty, yeah. right? Or something yes. like that. Yeah. yeah. But what I love about it is that um, the Woodbury location specifically, like I've been to several, I've, I've been to at least four of those six locations here in the Metro. The other one is in um, Bismarck, North okay. Dakota. Interesting. But the outdoor patio area at the Woodbury location is by far the best outdoor patio space. Angelina's is going to give Tavern Grill a run for their money. Um, Matter of fact, I think that they were nominated this past season for best outdoor patio space. And it's beautiful. Like Angelina's outdoor patio space is very beautiful, but Tavern grill is large very large and a very large um open bar area as well so love it all right the next restaurant that i'd like to highlight is the wick um the wick is i don't know this one it is it's connected to presswick golf course so it was Uh, formerly called team morris pub now it's called the wick pub and grill it is One, um, obviously when you're at any golf course clubhouse, um, typically speaking, that restaurant is going to have the view of the 18th hole, right? Yeah. The 18th hole at Presswick is just to die for, especially, um, in the evenings, um, sunset. sunset. It's just, it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, you've got the trees lining it. And so I think that that's kind of what makes it like sets it apart, but the dining, I would say it's kind of similar to tavern, but more upscale. Yeah. So they do have a nice variety of options at the wick. Um, one of my favorites was their French onion soup. And Caesar salad with salmon on top of it. Oh, that sounds really good. That sounds <laughs> so good. really delicious. And a glass or two of Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> Whitehaven. <laughs> okay. Since we are talking about the wick on a golf course, I have to share. So there are multiple golf courses <clears throat> in the Wood- Woodbury area. Presswick golf course is near and dear to my heart. Um, it looks and feels as if it's a private club. However, it is open to the public. Um, they have mm-hmm. memberships. I will not dive into that because it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, but one thing I do want to share that I thought was interesting is um, <clears throat> that it was designed by Pete and PMB Die. I don't know who that is, but you know, I, I, like that, that was one of the facts that they had on there. And it was like, they must be important. Um, but what I can say is the course itself is very, very beautifully maintained, um, well-designed with like the sculpture of the specific holes. Yeah. So if you have an opportunity, oh. definitely check it out. Um, it's cost-wise kind of, median 
It's okay. not too expensive. It's not really inexpensive, but as I stated, it is open to the public. So awesome. Um, 72 par, I think is also something okay. I read on there. I, I'm drawing a blank. <clears throat> awesome. All right. Something else that's one of my favorite things to do is shopping. Um, and we had, I should say, I, I don't live there anymore, so I shouldn't really say that. Um, formally living there, Woodbury Lakes was uh, mm-hmm. a place that I frequented quite a bit. Um, so it's it's very similar to Arbor Lakes, which is located in Maple Grove. Matter yep. of fact, I tried to find out like who it may have, like the design, like the architect might have been. There's a lot of similar similarities. It's an outdoor yep. shopping um, facility and it features 55 national retailers plus locally owned boutiques. What's nice is it's kind of a, it's a, it's a mix between shopping, um, dining, you've got the boutiques, you've got, um, events that are held there. Something that's really cool that I feel stands out with Woodbury Lakes is that they have Alamo Draft House mm-hmm. Cinema, yep. which there aren't a lot of them um, nationally. So to have one in the Twin Cities Metro is kind of unique. Um, what I know about Alamo Draft House from the times that I have been there is that the second that the movie starts, if your cell phone is out, and they catch you, you are kicked. They have a, like one, like you have one opportunity to put your phone away. And the next time that they catch you, you're kicked out. That's Ooh, how serious they are. I about, love it. Like watching a movie. So, um, the other thing about Alamo draft house cinema, I know that we're talking about Woodbury lakes, but if you have an opportunity to get out there and have that experience, Um, If you're that serious about watching a movie and not being on your phone and distracted by it, um, the, the truffle popcorn is to die for. That sounds really good. good. I love myself some truffle. Mm -hmm. So that's really fun. um, Yeah. So Woodbury Lakes is, it's really neat. It's got that diversity of um, obviously the shopping, they've got uh, Woodhouse Spa, which is really Mm -hmm. amazing. Um, couple different um, dining experiences. So they've got Crave, Osaka, um, Lakes. I don't actually know if Lakes is there anymore, but then you can dine at Alamo Draft House as well. Perfect. So, okay. Um, couple of different lake parks that I, I have experienced myself. Um, Colby Lake Park, it's uh, just a little over 67 acres and incorporates wetlands and green spaces. What I love about it, <clears throat> so you can walk around Colby Lake itself and you've got the lake um, for that viewpoint, but then you've got the real estate around it too, which is really beautiful as well. Um, it can be enjoyed through all seasons too. So I think that that's something that kind of helps it stand apart is you can, I mean, what I love about Minnesota and Minnesotans in general is that the weather typically doesn't stop people from getting outside and getting their exercise. And so to, to have that opportunity to be able to walk when you're in, you know, like it's obviously it's a suburban area, but, uh, it's, it's nice. Cause they will actually create an ice rink too. So you can, nice. you can have the outdoor recreational activities as a part of that too. So Colby Lake park, check it out. Um, Carver Lake park. And I will throw in powers, um, like as well. 
Um, so Carver Lake is um, located in the southwest corner of Woodbury. And what sets this apart from Colby Lake Park is that one, they have a beach. Ooh, um, they have fishing. Uh, so you can fish from there too. Um, camping, biking. And then of course you can walk around the lake as, nice. as well. So you can actually camp there. There's a campground. Yeah. That's really awesome. So it's a nice <laughs> little know. staycation type of thing. Like, yeah, if you want to go camping, but you don't want to go so far away. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. Yeah. All right. We're just about wrapped up here. So, um, when I discussed Edina and the 10 things to do, I did talk about some of the real estate and the mm-hmm. areas there. And the two that really like, I, one of them, you're probably going to be like, yeah, okay, obviously. And then the other one is rel- is a little bit newer to Woodbury. So the first one that I want to talk about is the Dancing Waters area. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more information about Dancing Waters on the internet than I could find about the other development that I'll talk about. So first and foremost, um, Dancing Waters was established in 2003. It's located in the northeast section of Woodbury. It features a variety, but mostly um, single family homes plus town homes. Um, what's cool about these two developments that I'll talk about is that they've got really beautiful amenities. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then of course there's an HOA fee that's included in that as well. So there's covers those amenities. I dancing <laughs> waters me. is it's really beautiful too. Like, I think a lot of people, when you hear like, oh, it's a development, they think, oh, there's, you know, it's just house after house after house. But I will say Dancing Waters, and there's a few others throughout this, few others throughout the Twin Cities too, but they do a really good job of utilizing like the natural landscape and kind of building around it. And they do have these really cool brick townhouses there. Um, that just look so neat compared to other, um, developments in the twin cities area. Yeah. Love dancing waters. It's beautiful. Yeah. So the other, um, the other real estate development that I, that I'm, I know an individual that lives in this area that speaks very highly of it. Um, and that is the 21 Oaks development, Newer development in Woodbury consisting of um, single family homes, villas, and townhomes, very similar to Dancing Waters, where you've got the association fee that you're going to have to pay for the amenities that they offer. But when I was trying to like get a little bit more information about 21 Oaks, the one big thing that was popping up is their clubhouse. Apparently, the clubhouse oh. is amazing. So, is that, <laughs> is it? In kind of central Woodbury, did you say where it is? Like, is it on kind oh, of the eastern so side? It yeah, it's more on the um, southeastern portion of. So, if is you it, were to go is just like south creative? Of I think Creative Homes, Robert Thomas, Pratt, Pratt, Creative. Um, I've seen that custom. Tom- I've seen that clubhouse. It is really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. That was so. When I looked up Twenty One Oaks, it had like all of the different, um, builders sites nice. that were popping up on it. Actually, let me just see real quick. If I've got yeah, so, if I remember correctly, their clubhouse is like, it's like a dark gray. It's almost like black. Yeah. And then it's got a pool and a playground mm-hmm. and 
fire pits and an interior, like an indoor, like community center or like entertainment space. Yeah. That is a really cool area. Yeah. So you've got, um, Robert Thomas Holmes tradition, um, Pratt Stonegate custom one that are all in there. And I'm assuming there's probably some smaller builders that are in there as well. So awesome. Okay. Well, we are to our last point here with Woodbury and one of the top 10 things to do. And that is go to Andy's Bark Park. (laughs) Fun. You know, it's so funny. Um, one of my other referral partners had talked about Andy's Bark Park when I had first moved to Woodbury. And she was like, oh my gosh, Kelly, you have two dogs and you've never been to Andy's Bark Park and you live in Woodbury. What are you doing? And honestly, I never, uh, well, let me just share a quick story. The first time I ever took Ace Face to a dog park, he got steamrolled by a larger dog. And so it was the owner's fear of going to the dog park, not the dogs. Okay. So, um, that is part of the reason that I decided to not go to a dog park again is because I just couldn't fathom having a, another situation like that happen. Like he got steamrolled and he rolled, like he tumbled. Oh, poor Ace. <laughs> so, um, but So Andy's Bark Park is located off of Dale Road in Woodbury. Um, It is an off-leash dog park and encompasses 1.9 miles of loop trail for you and your doggies to enjoy. It's interesting. So, like, I would assume that Andy's Bark Park, Dog Bark Park, would have a website of its own, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't. It's like through Woodbury's government site, and there wasn't a ton of information on there. So, but I thought, okay, well, that would be a fun little thing because I know it's been around for quite a while, and it even had its own little plot on the map. I love it. That's awesome. And everybody who owns a dog, especially a high energy dog, Mm -hmm. knows how great dog parks can really be to get them out, get socialized and, you know, really just burn some energy off. Yes. Agreed. So I know that, you know, Woodbury itself is like 36 miles of city. And so it really doesn't take too long unless you're in some of those developments where it's like windy roads to get to the stop sign to get to that stop sign to to get to that main road but otherwise it really doesn't take very long to get to most of the places in Woodbury speaking from somebody that lived there for almost five years yeah um I can attest to that so <clears throat> to oh. get from one side to the other maybe takes 10 minutes tops yeah, it's a very easy <clears throat> town to get around for sure. Yeah, agreed. So those are my top 10 things to do or visit or explore in Woodbury, Minnesota. Love it. Great job, Kelly. I'm excited. Thank I'm going to check out that uh, bark park the next time I'm over there for sure. Andy's dark park. So, yeah, Willow would love it. Willow would love it. Love yeah, take it. pictures and send it to me. I don't know the next time I'll be able to get over there with the dogs, but you never know. Sure. Absolutely. I will. Cool. Well, that's all I got. Anything else that you want to add in, Dina? No, I think that was a really great overview. So if there's the only thing I will say, 
is <clears throat> if you, you know, listen to this list and there's anything that you think we miss or there's anything that you really particularly enjoy in Woodbury, make sure you comment and let us know. Yeah. Let us know. I might've been biased. Who knows? (laughs) I think you did a pretty good job overviewing it. Of the time I've spent in Woodbury, I would put a lot of those things also on my list. So yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. Well, we hope that all of you enjoyed listening to this week's episode, all about Woodbury, Minnesota, top 10 things to do. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to On a Mission, where our goal is to educate and inspire. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to us to help spread the message. It takes 30 seconds to rate and review, then share this episode with your friends. Let's spread the love. Until the next episode, cheers to your mission. Bye. Bye.